Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Here's a brief but annoying message to let you know that you could have first heard this episode nine months ago if you were a subscriber to our Iron Filing Society Patreon offering. For the price of a pint and a St. Clements each month, you can get up to four episodes a week, nine months before the rest of the world gets them. Early access to regular episodes, lots of other marvellous benefits, and there's absolutely no adverts or brief but annoying messages like this that will get right on your ticks. Find out more and subscribe now at tftimemachine.com slash ironfilings. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go, this is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Body Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. And I am Sam Nifty Delaney. So what? Oh, oh, are you indeed? Right, yes. uh, it's the it's the Melchester Odyssey. I have in my hand Roy of the Rovers from the 6th of November, 1982. And what a cover picture we have. <laughs> this is This is one of my all-time favourite covers. <laughs> this is one. This is a one you'd want to cut out and frame. Yeah, this it's is going scorching. on my wall of fame. It's up there it's... with where Roy Ray shot. I mean, I'll just I'll we'll, we'll just say what it says in the left-hand corner, setting the scene for the picture itself. Uh, after a disastrous start to the season, Roy Race had taken a new look team to Carford City and pulled off an important victory with the help of veteran goalkeeper Tubby Morton. But Tubby appeared to pay a grim price for his courageous display. And it's basically, it's the the, uh, the image that we had at the end of last week's issue, isn't it? With yeah. Tubby Morton being... <laughs> they liked it so much, they thought, fuck it, we'll put that on the cover next week. Is that good? You know what that is? This isn't a word we use very much in 1982, but it'll become big. This is iconic. This that is, is iconic. That, I'm telling you now. Good. Rinse it. Rinse it fucking dry. Don't waste it. Don't use it just the once. Stick it on fucking T-shirts. It's a, word that, it's a word we don't use much in 1982, but by 2021, every cunt's going to be using that word, meaning fucking anything at any time. About anything at all. And it'll get at everyone's fucking tits. Iconic. Mm. That's what it is. Um, And it is, and it's got fucking Tubby Morton being carried off by, uh, I think it's Noel Baxter. Is that Steve Naylor, the other one? Is that the new guy? Glenn. Man. Glenn something. I don't know. Yeah. I'm never sure which one Steve Naylor is. He's Jimmy Slade, the dark He's, he's one, got a he? little ratty moustache and yeah. a sort of proto-mallet. Mm. He's a good guy. And they're, they're carrying off Tubby Morton, who is, his fucking cheeks are puffed out. He's blowing out of his arse. He's because... absolutely fucked. He is fucked. Right. I mean, he's just—he's um, been in goal. He stands around for most of the time. But he is heavily overweight. I mean, this is a problem. He's not like <laughs> nowadays. Well, no one gets called fat nowadays in football. But no. But you know, he, even if we go back to the heyday of fat footballers, your Mickey Quinns, Ian Mulbys, this guy is way beyond that. Please don't bring Paul Gascoigne into things again. I can't <laughs> go through that again. <laughs> We'll continue. And fatso Gaza. <laughs> Fatty Gascoigne, as he was widely known around the world. So that was his nickname. Um, yeah, but this guy's beyond any of that. I mean, Tubby Morton, Tubby Morton fucking clinically obese Morton, more like. 
<laughs> and he's got he's got like his hair is brushed back, mm. and which you would use you would use a hairbrush to get that style that he's it's got. A, mate, it's a fat then. guy's hairstyle. <laughs> yeah. But there's a little only fat, bit of only a fatty would have a hairstyle like that. Yeah, but there's a little bit of a strand of hair that's fallen forward yeah. at the front oh, of his head. Okay, now I'm falling to pieces here. <laughs> even my hair's gone fucked. I put fucking plenty of lacquer in it this morning, but even that's gone. <laughs> and, and the two players that are carrying him off look how solemn they look, as if they're carrying oh. a corpse. They Which think to he's all intents and purposes, they are. He's, yeah, the he's, he's gone to lads. Listen, right. Uh, <laughs> thanks for the carry, but I tell you both now. I think I'm going to die. It's fine. I'm good with it. I've been preparing <laughs> for this mentally and spiritually for many years. But uh, you're the <laughs> last fellas go. I'm going to talk to, and I'm going to give you a bit of life advice on my deathbed. <laughs> don't spend all your time working. You know, I look, <laughs> I look back and I don't fucking. And I regret every moment's fucking graft I put in throughout my whole life. Don't, I should have been spend, relaxing. Don't expend too much energy chasing women, right? If you find a good one, just stick with her. Stick with chances it. chances are it's as good as it'll get for you. Stop thinking the grass is greener on the other side. Trust me, it isn't. I've been on all sides. It's the same shit don't everywhere. Don't money. Never buy a new car. Because they depreciate the minute you drive them off the forecourt. <laughs> get one that's two, three-year-old with a low mileage. Pre- no. Ideally, previously owned by a woman or a non-smoker. <laughs> Lastly, gum health. Now, I know it's boring. <laughs> I know it's boring. I know it's time-consuming. I know it's fiddly. But I cannot stress it off. Floss, floss, floss. <laughs> Ideally, use the small interdental brushes that you can get readily in any chemist. They really... Because if not, it will come back to haunt you. Brushing your teeth is fine, but it's very superficial clean. It's the gums that will come and haunt you. The dental bills will go through the fucking roof. So just do yourself a favour, lad. Get some of them fucking interdental brushes and make it part of your nighttime routine. Right, that's me done. Bye. Oh, what? oh yeah, one other thing as well. Try, if you can, to put a little bit of money away each month. We're doing a job that's quite well paid here, but at the end of it, you might have nothing. So, you know, look look out for a rainy day if you can. I know it's you hard. Might, I, I call you them might the want three to invest Fs. in a pub, for instance. A lot of men, a lot of footballers or, become landlords. Or a news agent or a sports shop. One of them three <laughs> should be all right. I call them the three Fs. Fanny, flossing and finance. <laughs> focus on them and you'll be all right. <laughs> That's my life advice. <laughs> and if it were... If I had longer on this earth, which, frankly, I won't, and I don't deserve the way that I've treated my body, <laughs> is disgusting. But I've, but at the same time, I've enjoyed my life. I have eaten a lot of sausages, and I have drunk a great deal of brandy, and I don't regret any of that. <laughs> Who's to say that humans are meant to live for a long time? Not me. Not me. It's <laughs> been know, a blast. It's, it's, the human body is only really built to last maximum 40 years. Beyond that, it's just the uh, medical care that has been developed by science over the last 100 years that basically keeps us stuck together. Just it's natural to die at my age. If I were, if I were in the um, a Native American community, like my fellow goalkeeper, um, Charlie the Cat Carter, um, I would just be put out to pasture. <laughs> In a field to die slowly and naturally at this age. I mean, Speaks my a lot brother, of sense, Charlie. 
my brother is 22 years older than I am. Don't ask why, it's, it's a long story, you don't need to know. But he's 22 years older than me, and he says that he just thinks about death and illness every day. And it's just a constant worry. Every little ache and pain he gets, he thinks he's dying. He thinks he's got cancer. So that's the way you live. Go out on a high like him. I have. I'd rather check out now. A life well lived. <laughs> <laughs> dying, doing what I love most. Keeping goal. <laughs> Keeping goal. <laughs> Keeping clean sheets. <laughs> <laughs> and there he is. And he looks fucked. And the, the two of them look so solemn as they're carrying him off. And then we've the got things I've uh, seen in my life, lads. <laughs> I mean, there's not time to go through it all now, but I have seen a lot. Honestly, I were in Portugal once. We were doing an away day in the UEFA Cup, and I went for a couple of bevies down by the docks after the game. I can't remember the score. I met the most marvelous woman, and she took me for a knee trembler down one of the little alleys. And well, you wouldn't believe it. My hands have gone fucking wandering. And what do I feel but meat and two veg between her legs down at the dockside in Portugal. I thought it was the most beautiful woman I'd ever seen in my life. It were a fella. That's the sort of shit that I've seen. Well, you know what? I just grinned and bared it and I carried on. I said to her, or him, wherever you want to phrase it, I said, all right, you've got a meat and two veg down there, but that doesn't take away from the fact that you've got a lovely face, a cracking pair of tits, and, may I add, a wonderful personality. So, let's get down to it. <laughs> let's make this work any way we can. <laughs> and it does work, lads. I'll leave you with that. You can always find a way. Now, I'm, I, haven't, uh, I haven't written my memoir as such. I've made some extensive notes, which you'll find uh, in my shed. If you go and have a look. <laughs> Memoirs uh, of a Fatty was the working now, title. It's, it's, it's not a complete book, but uh, if you can get maybe Martin Amos or John le Carre, one of them, maybe Roald Dahl, to, to you know, polish it up for me, I'm sure it'll be publishable. Uh, it, that, that Portugal story, actually, I do go into a lot of uh, detail in that, uh, that, that one. There's but, a couple uh, of chapters on that. Because <laughs> I tried to bring it back to Melchester, but... Um, no, they wouldn't have it at customs. She got yeah, found out. In the, yeah. well, she we went through the closely... nothing to declare. Oh, that was a fucking mistake. There was all kinds of problems with visas and stuff. It's why we should be more closely in tune with the European Union, I think. That could that could be a good bonus for us. They didn't, but, uh, when they, when they, uh, they did the strip search, they didn't take kindly to being deceived as to her gender. And that, <laughs> that just that soured the atmosphere with the immigration lot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say they were confused as much as anything else. I said, lads, come on, be open-minded. It's 1982. I can see you're angry, but what's the point of anger? It's just because it's unfamiliar. <laughs> so anyway, that's all in my notes. I call it Fat Thoughts. Um, and if you could, if you could maybe have a word with one of the top authors, like we could get that put out posthumously. Uh, I don't know. So there he is. He's been uh, lugged off the pitch. Uh, uh, the, the Lampards in the crowd there are commenting look poor old Tubby's so exhausted they're having to carry him off the pace of the game was just too much for him the pace of the game standing in goal jumping about a bit fucking hell and at the bottom there it tells oh there's a great big advert on the advertising hoardings for Battle Comic which gets mentioned two or three times in this issue I think there must be a bit of a... 
a dip in the sales of Battle and they're trying to give it a boost. So they've put it on an ad hoarding there on the Battle's front page. a good name for a magazine, isn't it? Yeah. Battle. Battle. <laughs> What's it about? Just battles. What sort of battles? Physical battles, battles. Mental battles. Emotional battles. We're all fighting battles every day. That's what's so great about this idea for a mag. It's completely <laughs> universal. Young, old, man, woman, black, white. <laughs> Everyone's got their own personal battles. And some you cannot see. And just remember that whenever you talk or interact with anyone. Everyone's fighting their own private battles that you know nothing about. So be kind. We'll write that in the mag. Yeah, battle. It's not that kind of battle, is it? It's mostly war stories. I could Just never get away war. with things like that. I never got into those kind of comics at all. War, battle, any of that sort of thing. Nah, there was lads at school. Me. I don't know if you had this at your school. But there was, you know, like, say, most of us would play in a mad, like, this is primary school, a sort of a, a mayhem-riddled football game in every break yeah. with a t- using a yeah. tennis ball where mm-hmm. everyone was involved there wasn't really many rules or anything. It was just everyone fucking chasing around. But in the middle of it, there'd be like a small group of fellas, right, Mm. lads, who wanted to play war instead. Yeah. And those were the two things. And I would say 90% of people played football and the other 10% played war. And Mm. But the thing is, because one of them is my mate, still a mate of mine, really good mate of mine today. And now he is into football, but clearly he wasn't at that age. And it was, his name's Ben, and he um, he used to play it with this other kid, Tom, and we'd be playing football, and suddenly they'd do it across the football pitch. So they'd, you know that thing where they'd basically pretend to pull a pin out of a grenade, an imaginary yeah. grenade with their teeth, spit, <laughs> spit it out, <laughs> lob it, right, and then just shout, incoming, and crouch down and cover their ears, right? Fuck and you're like, hell. we're playing fucking football. And then suddenly they'd go make a big explosion sound oh um, Jesus it got in the way but some Freaks. kids would just bang into war weren't they yeah yeah I was never one of them what do you think so, like I mean a, I, a I know Ben and he's you know he's one of my closest mates and he's grown up relatively stable I wouldn't say any of my right. mates are fully stable but you know mm. as, as much as the next cunt um yeah. What do you think generally happens to the, the what I call the war kids from primary school when they grow up? I'm not sure because they weren't the overtly violent ones, were they? They weren't like no. the ones that were going around punching kids. It was kind of. I think they were interested was, in in history. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they do podcasts now. I'm not mm. sure. I don't know what what became them. Maybe maybe they became normalised like your your pal Ben. I'm not sure. Yeah. I don't he think they, they drifted he never, into crime or anything like that. They he never more, talks was, about it, war now. It, yeah, it was that Venn diagram thing where you've got war comics and you've got Dungeons and Dragons. They were all, it's that yeah. subcult kind of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. He went a little bit that way for a while. Warhammer. He, um, yeah, Warhammer, exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, but he never talks about war now, so I think he recovered from the whole thing. And I well, don't a, know... A, if, lot of, a lot of them don't, do they? They come back from the war and they don't talk about it. <laughs> Yeah. Like see, isn't if, if it? I ever mention it in Granddad passing, never it, talked about it, it when he came back. His left eye starts to twitch when I <laughs> when I mention any war. But you know what? I don't think you get that. I don't think at, at my at my son's school there are war kids. There are no, football kids and then there are kids who do other shit like I don't yeah. know. Um 
but they don't play war. I think that we were still preoccupied by the Second World War in the 80s, even as kids. It was still really fresh and there was still so much content about it on TV and in comics. And now, Second World War, let's be honest, it's mainly something that racists talk about. Yeah. I tell you what, though, I mean, now that that war-struck battle fever is mm. it's 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 satiated by Fortnite and stuff like that isn't it at that age yeah and i don't think those kids would play Fortnite in the playground because it's just nah. not as good no exactly you, know you I mean? get you've got your outlet that's the thing yeah. you've got your outlet for so many things that you used to play and make believe using your imagination mm. you've got it now and it's probably why a lot of kids love playing fifa but don't do so much playing football out in the street because yeah. you have your outlet for all of your fantasies, it, you can kind of enact them via a computer. We're better which than you is, could is great fun. I mean, we would have loved that when we were kids. But at the same time, um, you know, does it? Does the price we pay that kids are not exploring their imaginations? I don't know. We'll find out in the future, it, won't we? Explore we your ima- kids. I know there's a lot of kids who listen to this. Please, kids, <laughs> explore your imagination. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Before it's too late. Mate, I might get a T-shirt done. Explore your imagination. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, let's get inside mm. the Roy the Rovers issue, the story itself, and it says, continued from front cover, uh, Roy and Blackie are watching. Tubby get carried off. Tubby's now looking towards heaven. <laughs> the first image. And his face is drained of colour. It's like, come take me now, sweet Lord. I am ready. This is my time. Go to the light. Uh, and it says, Roy was horrified. And Roy does look <laughs> horrified. <laughs> Fucking hell. What the fuck is this? I am horrified, and it's not often I say that. I've, I mean, I've seen a lot of fucking dark things in my time, so it takes a lot to horrify me. <laughs> He's thinking, he thinks, it looks really serious, and it's all my fault. I should never have pleaded with him to make a comeback. No, you fucking shouldn't. There was no reason to. Fuck's sake. Um, and it, then it says in the next one, uh, then as the trio passed within earshot and uh, Toby Morton said, you crazy pair of <laughs> dot, 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 <laughs> cunts, <laughs> put me down. <laughs> put me down. And Noel Baxter said, no way, I'll time her. And Roy <laughs> thinks, uh, what the? And they're, uh, they're saying, Baxter says, you're going on a lap of honour, whether you like it or not. Oh, the fuck it the, the, the other one's number six, I think it is Steve Niller. He's saying, uh, even if we have to carry you. And the referee's you laughing. Can't. Fucking Paco Diaz is laughing. The crowd are all laughing because they're going, ha, 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 <laughs> <clears throat> Oh, God. And... Uh, they're giving him a lap of honour round the pitch and they're all shouting, Turby, Turby, from the crowd. <laughs> fucking wankers. Your body shaming me. I have a fucking name, you know. It's Clive. <laughs> Clive Morton. <laughs> Clive. You don't have to define me by what happens to be my body shape. <laughs> Clive Anstruther Morton. That's my full name. Use it. Toby, Toby, fat cunt, cunt, fat cunt. <laughs> fat soul, fat soul. Fat soul, no one's ever even called me that. I mean, Toby's one thing, but fuck's sake. Jalapeño. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Jalapeño. So, uh, Tubby's going around the pitch. And Roy has got his hand on his forehead and he's going, well, I'll be. It's just a gag. A daft stunt dreamed up by Noel Baxter. Of course, is the uh, team prankster, isn't he? And then uh, Roy joined in the fun with a vast sense of relief. And by the time he's gone around the, the fucking perimeter of the pitch, the rest of the players are forming a guard of honour next to the tunnel as he's going to get chaired off. Even the fucking Carford players... We're having a good laugh at it all. They think it's oh, hilarious. Ridiculous. They're just lost. They've just lost because of this fucker. And now they're giving him a guard of honour. I mean, he is 53 or whatever, to be fair. Yeah. And they're all singing for He's a jolly good fellow. I've got and, diabetes. Uh, <laughs> it's a fucking amazing. I'm a medical miracle. <laughs> and he's going, less of the old, you lot. Now put me down. And uh, there they go. I have to inject myself three life. times a day with insulin. It's <laughs> fucking horrible. On the inside of me thigh. There's no <laughs> dignity there. Not at all. Uh, so, <laughs> I had to do it in the middle of CNA last week. Embarrassing. <laughs> the looks I fucking got. I thought <laughs> I were a fucking junkie. I said, can I go in the changing room? They says, you haven't got anything to try on. I says, look, I just need to put my jab in my thigh. Can I just go in the changing room? They said, no, not without something to try on. So I just do it standing there in the middle of the shop. <laughs> oh, so I said, all right, I'll try one of them fucking jumpers with the patterns knitted into them. They said, no. I said, why not? They said, two reasons. One, we don't have your fucking size, which by the looks of you is triple XL. You must have right? And second of all, we know you're not intending to buy it. You're just doing it so you can get in our fucking changing room. You've, you've given yourself away. So no, you cannot try it on. <laughs> We've got zero tolerance on drugs in this store. Get out. <laughs> I'm not a fucking druggie. I'm just diabetic. <laughs> Keep your voice down, sir. <laughs> right, I'll do it here. See how you uh, like it. Fucking, yeah, get security if you want. By the time I get her, I'll already be injected. And when I am, I'll have my strength back. <laughs> and look at me, I'm a big lad. I can fight three of them off. Yeah, I fucking relish it. Bring them. Call them now. Call Plod if you want. You call I don't them give now. a fuck. I'll, I'll pull my trousers down, jab the jug into my thigh, and then it's game on. Come on. Yeah. This fucking incident, this is like Popeye spinach to me. <laughs> One jab, and I'm a fucking monster. You'll see. I'm like, the and then you'll re- you'll you'll regret fucking treating me like this. I'm a local fucking celebrity. I could call Roy Race right now. He'd be down here. I've so, known him for years since you were a fucking kid. He was a, a colleague as well. 
<laughs> no, don't say it. No, I'm only joking. He's a good lad, but, you know, let's just say. He is a cunt. He, yeah, if he were made of chocolate, he'd fucking eat himself, that cunt. <laughs> I'd just put up with him, you know what I mean? Uh, just he signs the fucking checks. Life. He's kept me on. Despite the fact that I am morbidly obese and diabetic, he has kept me on, on a healthy fucking contract. And I basically <laughs> never have to play. So it's the fucking best job there is. I secretly think he's kept me on as some kind of jester figure, you know, just to <laughs> amuse the rest of the lads, but I don't mind. Job's a job, isn't it? Sometimes, you know, he knocks me about and he makes me dance in front of the lads and stuff like that. And I just say, fine, I'll go along with it, I'll laugh along. He makes me strip off. Makes me strip off, crawl around on all fours, and they go, hey, piggy, piggy, come over here. And uh, they feed me apples. But uh, it's fun. They they tie my arms behind my back, and I have to eat as many apples out of a a bin full of water as I can against the clock, and they all bet on it. It's like one of those scenes you see in The Deer Hunter, you know. (laughs) They feed me Turkish... They feed me Turkish delights. I don't mind. I like Turkish delights. They throw them in the air. I'm supposed to catch them in my mouth. But if I don't, I just eat them off the floor. And they all clap. They all get really pissed. (laughs) (laughs) There's money flying everywhere. First day of every month. It's a ritual. (laughs) It's like that video for uh, Two Tribes. Which hasn't been made yet. <laughs> hasn't been made yet, but, uh, but you know, for the that's where they got the idea story. from. There's these lads. They're, I think they're either Blackie's cousins or they're friends of Blackie's cousins. They're a bunch of Scouse lads who come down sometimes with their Roy's fanny powder, and they're forming a band. And they, they've said that I've given them a lot of ideas. I said, fair enough. I'm not really. In. I mean, I like Neil Diamond. That's it, really. I've got a couple of Neil Diamond long players. I put them on once in a while when I've had a drink. That's it. That'll do me. Oh, God. So then, uh, yeah, he said, less of the old you lot now. No, put me down. And then uh, it get, there's a reply to that by the time they're in the, the, the dressing room and um, they're chucking him into the, in the bath. And Noel Baxter says, anything you say, old son? And they chuck him in. He goes, wah! And the rest of them go, yeah, hey! Fucking hell. And there he is in his kit, sitting in the corner of the bath, arms outstretched around the edges of the bath. And he says, well, thanks a lot. If I wasn't exhausted before, I am now. Exhausted? He's just been carried around? Yeah. And then thrown into a bath? What's fucking knackering about that? You know, the body is burning up to 200 calories an hour, even (laughs) when it is at rest. Because the effort it takes... Rest mode. The effort it takes just to keep your organs operating... In order to keep you alive, your metabolism is working pretty much the uh, same as a marathon runner's just when you're sat on your ass. Uh, and if you're a big lad like me, your organs need to work even harder, yeah? Because there's more <laughs> body to support. So, I, yes, I, in, in answer to your question, yes, I am knackered, despite the fact I've just been chaired off the pitch. There's because rest mode me. for a fat soul is like a marathon for a normal lad. Yeah, because there's more of me, so it's, it's, it's harder for the body to function. Anyway, we're all sat here in the bath now. Roy's there with, with naked, with his hair yeah. all fucking flat. Right, I'm getting fucking, fucking naked. Attractive. Blackie, you too. Everything off. <laughs> Not you, but fatty. You keep your kit on. For <laughs> God's sake. This is how it's going to work. We're going to play a special game of sexy Marco Polo. <laughs> we'll be naked. You keep your kit on. It's not a fucking video nasty. <laughs> 
Someone go and get that snout we made out of the toilet roll <laughs> when a rubber band put it on top of me. Put his snout on. <laughs> but it's not the first of the month. Doesn't matter. Special occasion. We're, we're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> Roy says, after a performance like that, Tommy, you're entitled to be exhausted. Well done. <laughs> yeah, Over, the pitch. <laughs> <laughs> Over the page. Over the page. And later, as Roy was approached by the club's chairman, Sam Barlow, Roy's now out of the bath. Sam he's still, Barlow. He's still naked. Sam Barlow's walked in with his mutton chop sideburns and he's fucking... He's just he's fatter than Tubby. He looks like uh, Fred West, honestly. That's a bit, doesn't he? Yeah. He's got Fred West's yeah. hairdo. And he said, well done. Well, you've done it again, right? Bringing Tubby back was a stroke of genius. And uh, Roy says, thanks, Sam. If Tubby keeps playing like that, Charlie Carter will have to fight to regain his place when the cat is fully fit again. Which is fucking bullshit, because I don't think Tubby's got another game in him. That's no. him. In fact, That's him. in the background, he's sort of yeah. being dragged out of it. It looks like he might be dying again. Someone is dragging out, him out of the communal bath. <laughs> Get him out! He's got water in his lungs. <laughs> I found he's him drinking the dirty water. Out. I don't know why. <laughs> Get him out. <laughs> I don't know how many of you's pissed in that bath, but he's been drinking it now. I'm a thirsty. You silly bastard, you should have asked for a glass of water. Look, I've got some red juice here, you could have had some of that. <laughs> oh, has... I love the muddy water, it's delicious. <laughs> you silly con. It's full Roy's of toxins. Drink... Roy's drinking his red juice, which must be uh, full of vitamins. Uh, yeah, well done, bring it back. He... But Tubby was a stroke of genius and Roy says, thanks Sam. If t- oh, I've said that bit, haven't I? And then we've got, what the fuck's this? This, this is Glenn insanity. Ritchie. Glenn Ritchie, the new Scotsman, is doing a Highland fling, wearing it nothing is. but a towel. With a tiny towel around his waist. <laughs> it is so weird. And if you look, right, if you look behind, one of the lads, I'm not sure which one it is, the one who looks like David Essex, right, <laughs> he sat down with his, like, quite Larry leisure shirt yeah. undone completely with his chest shape. That's Jimmy Slade, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, look at Jimmy Slade's eye line. He is trying to look <clears> up <throat> the towel. He is. He's crouching down so he can get a good look up it. Scotsman's killed. Right, let's have a look at this Scotsman's bollocks. See what he's made of. See if they're all they're cracked up to be. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't like it Jimmy Slade? What I've in... heard, what I've heard, the Scotch all have fucking balls like a pair of jacket potatoes. Wasn't this it Jimmy Slade who, who wanked onto that cricket shield the other week? Yeah, he's got four. Yeah. He has got form. Yowie! Um, I think that's what he shouted as he spunked. Mm. So Sam Barlow said, how's Vernon Elliott coming along? Uh, and Roy says, not so good, I'm afraid, but Glenn Ritchie played well in patches. <laughs> mm. Great. Mm. Hey, like, right. He's two feet away from Glenn Ritchie and he's saying this to Sam Barlow. He played well in patches. He could prove to be the ideal replacement. And then we've got a close-up of Roy. His hair is beginning to dry, but it's still a bit unkempt. He's topless but we just see sort of from the shoulders up. And I have high hopes of Andy Locke, a youngster I saw playing for Rockford against our A-team. I've asked him to come and see me on Monday. Which takes us on to the next scene, which is... Monday. I forgot about him. That was like a little thing they did a couple of weeks ago, but yeah. never followed up until now. Well, now they have. And it says the following Monday morning, and uh, Andy Locke is turning up at Melchester with what looks like a carrier bag. Yeah. <laughs> On his I wonder arm. what he's got in that sandwich. <laughs> yeah, a copy of Battle. Apple. Yeah, 
Uh, he's saying, this is crazy. I, I mean, what would Melchester Rovers want with me? Maybe Roy Race was pulling my leg. Um, and then some of the Melchester players turn up. I don't recognise any of them. I think they're maybe the, the youth. T- oh, yeah, they're apprentices, it says further down. And they've got Melchester Hall dolls. And they say, hey, look, a fan. I bet he's been waiting all night for our autographs. Gee whiz. Why the fuck anybody? Because, I mean, he does. he's wearing, like, denim jacket and jeans. I mean, he, he's got he a carrier looks, bag. He, he looks quite scruffy, yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's going, oh? And the, the apprentice is saying, uh, you can have mine for 50 pence, pal. The other one says, 30 pence. The one in the middle looks what? like he's about fucking 30 years old. Cunts. And then, 20 pence, and I'll throw in my photograph. God, this is the fucking future of Melchester. Roy wants to get a grip on these cunts. <laughs> it says the high-spirited apprentices meant no harm, but Andy Locke couldn't appreciate the joke. Uh, and he's a bit temperamental, isn't he, Andy Locke? That's what we found out. Yeah, he's a bit highly strung. We found that out when he was playing for Rockford Reserves. Uh, and he says, "Get lost!" And he shoves one of them, who goes, "Oops!" And then the other apprentice says, "Hey!" And then Roy turns up in his car. And it says, by the time Roy arrived, the situation looked serious. And Roy's thinking, God grief, it's Andy Locke. He hasn't set foot inside the door and he's in trouble already. <laughs> so he is going to be in trouble. Um, and we'll find out. And to entice us for next time, it says, be sure to see the new developments next week. The new we developments. Will. We will, of course we will. That's our promise to you. Mark's out of 10 for that story, Sam. Nine. Nine? I'm giving it a ten. Mm. I'm giving it a ten good, out of those, everything. Good, good fatty stuff. Good bath oh, stuff. Good fatty stuff. Great, great nudity. There wasn't much and Roy. A, I think that's probably why it mm, misses a point. Yeah. It's great nudity and a little bit of pushing and shoving at the end. So for me, that's a ten. Um, oh, there's a brilliant thing on the... Uh, oh, my God. <laughs> this is the thing I mentioned, which is a bit of its time. Yeah, you got to, you got to read it out though. This is this is remarkable. Um, I will, I will. It's a historical document uh, from mm. Newcastle under Lime Staffordshire. Jason Clawley writes in to say, "With the emergence of coloured football league stars in recent years, I thought I'd put together an eleven plus substitutes, which, in my opinion, would be hard to beat." Right? Okay. Um, <laughs> the, the why? Put- the big the big question <laughs> about this is why. But well, like in I the say, interest of times. historical context, we'll read it. Yeah, the 11 is Alex Williams, Manchester City, Viv Anderson, Nottingham Forest, Chris Hughes, Spurs, Brendan Batson, West Brom, Danny Thomas, Coventry, Vince Hilaire, Palace, Brian Steen, Luton Town, Ricky Hill, Luton Town, Cyril Regis, West Brom, Mark Chamberlain, Stoke City and Garth Crooks, Spurs. My substitutes would be Laurie Cunningham, Justin Fashionew and Luther Blissett. Let's be um, honest, Royce. that is a fucking good team. It's a good team, but I mean, Blissett on the bench... Jesus Christ. Yeah. And uh, Laurie Cunningham. Um, this is better than Garth Crooks, wasn't he? Yeah, I think... Um, yeah, Roy says, uh, it's a side packed with first-rate players, Jason. But did you know there are four full-backs in your lineup? <laughs> three, of them, three of them right-sided performers. You fucking idiot. <laughs> well, fuck, says, anyway, that, is, that is a pure Lampard response, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, he said, anyway, it's good to see... Uh, a coloured goalie emerging. Alex Williams, pictured above, above, has done a good job between the sticks for Manchester City. Um, and yeah, so that's, as you say, very much of its time. And the headline, uh, uh, the headline 
of that piece is the new breed. Jesus Fuck Christ. It. That's very, that's b- badly chosen words by whoever did yeah. that. But this is what, 1982? 1982, yeah. So bear that in mind. Um, We've come a long way since then. We have. I mean, the the, the comic itself, they're introducing more black players. And, yeah. um And they're not making a big deal out of the fact that they are black. If you see what I mean, like this new character, it's not like oh, it's not part he's of the black. Story. Yeah, is that it's not part of the story? Uh, just yeah. talking of Lamparding, just lastly, that remind me, I got Lamparded last night. One of my mates is like an all-time Lampard. He's been like it my whole life, and I was. But sometimes I forget. He was very like it when we were teenagers, and then you can forget because we're grown up and there's less. I see him less. There's less opportunities for Lamparding. But little group of like my old mates, schoolmates, we were all chatting last night. Buzzing. We're recording this, by the way, the day after England beat Germany in the um, Euros, which we won't go into detail on now. But we were really buzzing and exchanging like all these funny messages and mm. planning getting together for the quarterfinal and all that stuff. You know, when you're very exuberant and excited to be talking yes. to your mates about it. And anyway, we got on one thing and we were talking about one of our mates who's been in and out of the uh, what I, I think it was known in our day as the funny farm. And uh, we were talking about him and whether he'd be able to join us. And I said, mm. oh, I went to visit him in the funny farm last year or just before lockdown. <laughs> and he introduced me to one of his mates in there who claimed to be building a nuclear bomb, which is true. Right. And he introduced me and this bloke said to me, oh, hi, yeah, um, listen, mate, do you know anywhere I could get any depleted uranium, Right. And I just like, I mean, I've been in those places a lot, not as a patient, but visiting. So I know, you know, you meet a lot of eccentric characters, let's say. Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, I just give it the old, nah, sorry, mate, I don't, don't, can't really think of anyone. You've got to like play it cool. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. You can't go, what are you fucking talking about? You're not going to build a bomb, right? (laughs) So they, they could get angry or upset. So I just said, nah, sorry, mate. It's quite hard stuff to come by. He goes, yeah, tell me about it, right? So I, I relay this on this group where we're all mucking about. And my Lampard mate has to go, well, why would he need depleted uranium to build a bomb? Oh. And I said, oh, I don't know. That's just what he asked. So he went, well, he's obviously an idiot as well as mad. There's no role for depleted uranium in him. I'm like, mate, you're a software salesman. <laughs> like, what, what are you fucking... What are you trying to suddenly <laughs> lampard me? Lampard me about someone in a fucking mental home who asked me for depleted uranium, and now you're lamparding me, and by extension, him, a mental patient. Lamparded by proxy. By proxy <laughs> about the fucking ingredients of a nuclear bomb. And you're acting as if, of course, you know. Why would you fucking know? I mean, I'm not saying I knew, but uh, I did a counter lampard <clears throat> because it infuriated me so much. You know, someone lampards you pointlessly. <laughs> yeah. And you think, why are you acting like that? And it's always bullshit as well that I actually found myself Googling depleted uranium and tried to find <laughs> some source material that it actually was used in nuclear weapons. <laughs> and then I caught myself what I was doing. I was like, what am I fucking doing? This is ridiculous. I've been sucked into counter lamparding. So I forgot about that. When I woke up this morning, you know, obviously I haven't had a hangover for six years, but sometimes you still wake up even in sober life and sort of discover things that you'd done the night before in a bit yeah. beat. And I, I looked at my phone. I opened Google on my phone this morning to look at something. 
And as I opened it, the page that opened was a search which said, is depleted uranium used in nuclear weapons? And I sort of looked at him and went, what the fuck? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I think my mind had been scrambled by the England game. I was behaving so erratically last night. <laughs> yeah. So that was a Lamp- very excitable time, wasn't it? Lampard's going to Lampard. That's all I can exactly. say. Exactly. That's it from this one. We'll be back with more next week, of course. Uh, Thanks for listening. When two tribes go to war, a point is all that you can score. Relax. Don't do it. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 